Hi guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, regardless of the time you're listening to this and welcome to Pun Blast, the podcast. I am your host, Sharice Cave, and it is indeed a pleasure to have you with us. I'm going to get started with a word of prayer, as is the custom, and then we can proceed from there. Heavenly Father, you are worthy, you are good, you are holy, you are matchless, you are great, Jehovah God. And I just honor you today in your place, in your sovereignty, God, in your righteousness and in your holiness. I bless you, God. I worship you. I extol and exalt you because you are a faithful God. You are an awesome redeemer. You are a great father. You are a faithful friend. So, God, I just want to halal you, oh God. I just want to give you the highest note of praise, a hallelujah, God, because you are worthy father even as we go into today's session god we're grateful we're grateful that we have the opportunity to come into another session where we get to hear from you learn from you oh god father as we come to learn from you i pray that you will speak freely oh god remove any and all hindrances father that may be stopping that may stop any flow from what you want to say oh god but i pray that even now that you would touch our hearts and our minds let them be in tune with you father that when you speak that the revelation will come in the way that we need it for our specific circumstances god may this word be multiplied to your people for every circumstance that they have that it would not just be a one-time word god but it will be a word that sticks with us for the rest of our lives continuing oh god to bear much fruit may this word continue to bear much fruit as it is spoken and as it is released so god we thank you and i invite you in oh god into our room into our meeting space oh god touch every listener especially oh god and just have your way in our lives in jesus name amen and amen ladies and gentlemen i am so pleased to be here yet another tuesday you know it's podcast tuesdays with sharice and i'm grateful that you've chosen to have a seat with me and get some snacks or some tea or some coffee or some juice whatever is your preference just to sit and hear what god has to say with say to us yet another week and i just want to Thank you guys who have been listening and who have been giving encouragement and those who have, you know, been sharing the podcast as well. God bless you tremendously. And, you know, it it's a very interesting thing because I never at all envisioned that I'd be doing a podcast. That's a story for another time. But I never saw myself as much of a speaker, if a speaker at all. But God, he had a different plan (laughs) altogether. He had a totally different plan. One for which I'm very grateful for. So for those of you who don't know me, once again, my name is Sharice Cave and I am your host. My original 
introduction would also tell you if you listen to episode one i encourage you to go back and listen to every episode because we've been on a journey can i get an amen we have been on a journey in these past 11 episodes and this is now i believe this is the 12th or is it the 13th i think it's the 12th but i stand to be corrected but we've been on a journey and it has been an amazing journey. But as I was saying, you know, in my introduction, I would have spoken about how our ministry, Healing Waters Ministries, how these ministries would have been formed, how they came about. And just my heart so that you would know where I'm coming from and why God has given me this mandate to speak on the topics he's given me to speak on and to encourage not just women but men as well but predominantly women but men I love you too and you can get something from this as well (laughs) just want to throw that out there but yes and as most of you would know by now but for our newcomers and the lead prophetess of that conglomerate of those ministries and it is an honor that astounds me to this day um so today (laughs) now that we've gotten past the preliminaries today i just want to you know i just want to speak from my heart and i'm just gonna let holy spirit say what he wants to say you know we We often think that we always must have a structured message or a structured way of doing things. But sometimes it's best to just flow. Um, Today is actually seven days before my birthday. (laughs) And, you know, it's interesting because... I've been telling my family members my birthday is in 10 days. My birthday is in... Actually, I started this at 19 days. So I started telling them 19 days before my birthday. And I've been really making them a pest about it. I have been really, really making them a pest about it. But if if I were to put all jokes aside, I'm genuinely excited. I don't have any known plans but i'm excited because i'm alive and i'm excited because when i think about where god has really brought me from and to be able to say that i am here at this age 28 years old going on 29 in my right mind knowing that the enemy had nothing good for me planned knowing that my life was a literal mess and that I was paying God no mind to know that he had compassion and mercy on me so when I come and I celebrate another birthday it's always special and I'm always excited you know I'm always excited to know that God has given me he's afforded me allowed me such a privilege And I was saying to a sister of mine this morning that birthdays mean something different to me now that I am following Christ wholeheartedly. You know, I had many struggles 
I would have spoken about a lot of those struggles in episode one. I had a lot of struggles in terms of my walk with Christ. I was baptized at age 18 and I really did mean that I wanted to serve God. I meant it when I said it, but sometimes when you're struggling with your faith and you're struggling to be holy, let's put it that way, you're struggling to be holy, you don't think that anybody's struggling along with you or you don't think that anybody has had the kind of struggles that you have. So you kind of just keep it to yourself. And I did that for a very long time. I kept it to myself. And all that time until age 26, I just, I ran from God, you know, as as deep as I was in my own lifestyle and living in the world, I just, whew, I just eventually started to run. I would go to church, but I was still running because I didn't want to confront the reality of my sin. And I felt like there was no way out of my sin. But I met a man named Christ Jesus and I didn't meet him in the church per se. Yes, he was there, but even though he was there and he was all around me, he wasn't yet inside of me to the point that I could hear him. And when that time came that I could hear him, my entire life changed. I won't tell you that all of a sudden I started doing everything right or that, you know, it became perfect or easy because it really didn't. But what happened was that I now had hope and I now had help. The word of God tells us that Jesus says that he's sending a, he said he was sending a helper. And I totally understand it now, being that I've walked through it and I'm still walking through it. So I'm still learning about it. But when he said a helper, I mean, God has been my help. God has been my help. And at the time, I needed help. To be able to keep my legs closed. Can I be real? I needed help to stop telling lies. I needed help. You know, I needed help to be able to look at myself and know that I had worth. To know that I was royal. Because sometimes we say, oh, I know my worth. But the truth is, we don't. If you have not allowed God to show you your worth, then you don't know your worth. You know what you think your worth is. But then when you come to have to, what's the word? When you have to show it and display it, display your worth. And sometimes that means saying no to people. Sometimes that means putting your foot down. Sometimes that means walking away from associations and situations that no longer serve you. Then you come to recognize, well, I don't really know my worth because I'm still accepting the things that I really shouldn't accept. I'm still living the life that I shouldn't be living because you don't realize that you are worth so much more than this. And that was my reality. I needed help to see my worth. And I just feel as though we are in a place where some of us don't know our worth and it's okay to admit it, even in Christendom, because 
sometimes even even in the body of Christ we have people that don't know our worth or they can't see it and because they can't see our worth we take on the worth that they have ascribed to us but no your worth cannot be changed I remember seeing a sermon being preached it was just a snippet of the sermon it was a $20 bill and Ty Trebet, actually Ty Trebet, he was the person that was preaching it. He called up this young lady, he had a $20 bill in his hand. And he stomped all over that $20 bill, threw it on the ground and asked her, do you still want it? And she said, yes. <laughs> and the point he was trying to make was that what that $20 bill has been through does not determine its worth. It is still worthy of the same amount of currency. It's still $20. It has not been diminished to 19 1975 1999 No, it's still a $20 bill. And so sometimes we think that because we've experienced so much heartache or so much pain or so much rejection that our worth has been diminished. But the truth of the matter is that that's not the case. Our worth is set in stone. It is permanent. It is eternal. As long as you have determined to follow Christ, He assigns that worth to you. And even before you start to follow Christ, from the time you are born, there is worth attached to you. But you never see it until you come to the realization that people have been treating you below what you want to accept or below what you think you deserve. And sometimes it's not always that people have been treating you that way. But sometimes it's that that's how you see yourself. So people can only adjust to suit. What you allow is what will continue. Hello? So... My worth is not attached to what I've been through. If anything is added to my worth, and it's the same thing for you, what you have been through has not diminished your worth. If anything, it has added to your worth because our worth, even, yes, it's set in stone. It can't go down, but it can go up. And in the realm of the spirit, when you experience hardships and you overcome, your worth is then raised. Your worth is then elevated. God raises the value on you. You know, we often hear in Barbados, land appreciates. In other words, land always, every year, it costs more or it's more valuable than it would have been before the longer you stay connected to God and the more things you overcome through his spirit the higher your value then becomes your worth appreciates <laughs> you see your worth appreciates because you are then profitable for ministry. Your struggles, your pain, there's purpose in it. And that is why 
your worth appreciates because then when you go through something, you are able to minister to someone who has been through the very same thing or is now going through it. And you're able to guide them along because you've tra- you've passed through it. Which means that there's a level of wisdom that is then ascribed to you that was not there before. It's like how a car will go through an upgrade. Its worth becomes that much more than what it was before. And I feel like somebody has been thinking that their worth Their worth has gone down because they've been battered, they've been bruised, they've been broken. Baby, no. Mm -mm. The devil is a liar. You have appreciated. Your worth has appreciated. You have been elevated because of what you faced. And because of what you faced, you are then able to help someone. You see, there are... People who face things and they never testify. And for a long time, if I am just to be honest, for a long time I was one of those people. And God brought it to my attention that so many people, so many people experienced the same things that I did. But they never spoke about it. And as a result, I struggled because... I didn't know that what I was facing was quote-unquote normal. I thought it was strange. I thought that, you know, in my circle, I really thought that I was the one that was now trying to catch up. I had no idea that so many other women were dealing with the same issues that I was dealing with until God brought me through it. It was only after God brought me through it that I would have, actually heard a sister speaking to me and telling me yeah girl I went through that because I eventually came out and said you know this is what God has brought me through and to my surprise and I remember that that changed my very mindset because I said to God no God why does nobody say what you've done for them Because to me, I I felt a little hurt because I felt like that could have helped me. But had, had those people been there to help me, then I wouldn't have seen the need to help somebody that has nobody. Sometimes we face things alone and we, well, seemingly alone, I would say alone, In terms of having an actual human being to go through it with you. And we despise those seasons because they are hard and they're trying and they're testing. And we always want somebody to clap for us or somebody to help pull us through. But when you face it by yourself, it means that you're a a trailblazer and a pioneer. It means that God has set you apart to help those who don't have anybody like how you didn't have anybody but Jesus and on my journey I've recognized that in certain seasons there were some things that I walked through and it felt like I was largely alone yes there were people around me but I didn't feel as though I could confide to the fullest yes they 
meant well. Yes, they loved me. But in facing what I was facing, the only surety that I knew that I had was Jesus. And honestly, it's no shade to those people because those people loved me as best as they could. But because I didn't know that my struggle was normal, I hid it and God brought me through it. But what happens is you, when, when you face those kinds of seasons and you recognize your calling and this person isn't paying you any mind or they're just telling you pray about it, but they don't, they can help you practically, but they're not helping you. And you recognize that all around you, you have so many people around you, but you're still alone in facing it. It means that you are to become what you needed. You are to become what you needed, thus causing your worth to rise even more in the spirit. Because then you're profitable for ministry. Hmm. It's interesting. You see, when we see a man like Joseph, I love Joseph. I look, I when I get to heaven, there are a few people that I want to meet. Yes, all the biblical characters. But you see Joseph? Joseph, though. Joseph. All right. So, Joseph endured prison. No, first of all, he endured envy and jealousies from those who were closest to him, those who should have loved him and cared for him. And then he experienced betrayal. And when you think that betrayal was enough, then he experienced slavery. You know, he, he was a slave. He was sold into slavery. And then, you know, things started to look up and he worked in Potiphar's house and I'm sure he felt like this was a step up. I'm getting out of this slump. But then he had a belly searcher. We will call it a belly searcher in Barbados. You know, like if someone punches you to the stomach, he got a belly searcher and he ended up back in prison because of a lie being told. And the lie that was told was on account of his righteousness. He chose to honor God. And that's another sermon by itself. When you choose to honor God, expect lies to come. Expect betrayal. Expect someone, some kind of opposition to come against you. Alright. He goes to prison and he is promoted in prison. In the midst of prison, eh? Mm. He begins to work the gift of administration because the prisoner, the prison officer sees that there's something in this man. He's not ordinary. So even in prison, God had favor upon Joseph. So yes, he was in a dire situation, but favor of God was upon him because it was his identity. So from there, from prison, he helps out these two men, the butler and the cupbearer, to then just be forgotten. And if we look at it, he was forgotten for a long time. 
I believe it's 14 years, just about. He was forgotten. So to go through all of that, you know, it says to go through all of that, you may think, well, that's the end of it. That's my end. I've been forgotten by people that have helped. I've been, you know, that's the mindset that we generally have. And we tend to have a pity party about it. And I'm not trying to be insensitive because I understand. I've been there. And sometimes to come out of that pity party, it takes God nudging me to say, Sharice, no. No, we don't do this. So I'm not in any way looking down on anybody. But I'm saying to you that in that state, in that place of your prison, that God still sees you, he still cares, and he's still working things that you cannot see going on behind the scenes. Can I tell you that God created a whole famine to get Joseph out of prison? He made sure. He made sure that Joseph's worth was elevated. You see the wisdom that Joseph came out of prison with? I submit to you today that he did not go into prison with that same wisdom. Because had he prophetic wisdom, he would not have just gone bragging about his dreams to his brothers, especially knowing that they hated him. Hmm. He wouldn't have done it. So he was able to develop. He was able to grow. And it's so interesting that of all the people that could see Joseph's worth, when the hmm, when the cupbearer came and remembered Joseph, the head person that saw Joseph's worth after he came out of prison was Pharaoh. The most unlikely person that there is. You see, sometimes we expect those around us and those that we've grown up around those that we've probably first started in the faith with to see our worth and we get sorely disappointed because what we expect them to see god is not showing them and god isn't showing them because it's not for them to see but we want them to see it's so interesting that the head person that saw Joseph's worth was the only one that could take him out of prison. Not even the men that Joseph helped. Well, the man, because one of them died. Not even the man that Joseph helped could have seen his worth. He only saw his worth, or a part of his worth, remembered a part of his worth when Pharaoh needed a dream interpreted. But all in the prison, all throughout slavery, everything that he has faced has caused him to appreciate, to grow. Mm -hmm. His worth did not remain the same. So today, I submit to you that your worth is not the same. Land appreciates and so do I. That's the mentality that I want you to have for the rest of the week. My battles and my struggles have elevated my worth. So when the word of God says to be joyful when you 
experience diverse temptations, when you experience trials and tribulations, that to be joyful? I I kind of get it now. I'm getting it now. That it causes your worth in the kingdom to grow. It causes your worth to be propelled. Hmm. I'm trusting God today to transplant you. Each and every one of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. To transplant you to a place where your worth will not just be recognized. And not just be used. But valued. Hmm. It will not be in the places that you expect. And it will not be in the areas that you expect it to be. But trust that God is sovereign, yeah? And trust that he has your best interests at heart. So today, <laughs> today's message is all about worth. What is your worth? What are you worth? Are you worth your salts? You know, the Bajans will tell you, so are you worth your salts? Can you put your money where your mouth is? What is your worth? Nothing that you have determines your worth. And what you've been through elevates your worth. I pray that today's session has really blessed someone. It has really not just blessed but encouraged and shifted the mindset of somebody that needed to hear, you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of respect. You are worthy to be seen. And God sees you. But understand that he will allow you to be seen by those who are supposed to see you. The real you will be seen by those who are supposed to see you. Not any and everybody. Sometimes we want the crowd. But God knows who is assigned to you. Amen. So, Father God, I just want to bless you for your word today. I want to bless you, O oh God, for speaking in such a mighty and a powerful way, God. Even as our listeners, God, are here and hmm, even as some of them struggle with their self-worth. Father, I pray that you would be indeed the one that shows them what their worth is. Even now, God, may every destiny and divine helper, I call forth every destiny and divine helper that needs to see their worth, O oh God, to come forth at the appointed time without delay and without hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I speak to every dry bone that has dried up as a result of thinking that they are not good enough, not worthy enough, O oh God. Father, open up their eyes that they may see themselves as you see them. God, that they will be able to work in your kingdom effectively without the weight of having unworthiness following them. Father, may this be a word that regurgitates in their spirit in and out of season. Hmm. God, that every time the enemy comes in like a flood, that you would indeed raise a standard by your spirit, showing them their worth in the kingdom. 
for we are indeed a peculiar people and a holy nation. God, may we never accept less than that. And I give you all the glory, God, all the honor, all the thanks, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Guys, it has been a pleasure to serve you. It has been a pleasure to talk to you today and I just declare decree and declare blessings over your life for the rest of this week and the remaining of this month we are still in access granted August and I pray that you would really tap in you know let's say we <laughs> that we would really tap in and declare and decree those things that we want to be seen that we want to see in our lives because for too long we've been sitting down, expecting it to fall into our laps without having any participation. But that's a story for another time. Anyhow, a fantastic remainder of the week to the rest of you. Blessings on blessings, peace, love, and grace to you. Toodles!